It's easy to be fearful in a time of uncertainty. At the time of this recording, the S&P 500 is in a bear market, inflation is at 8.6%, which is a 40-year high, and gas prices have exceeded $5 a gallon. There's concerns that the U.S. may be headed for a recession, but we're not here to share in the doom and gloom. On today's Mach 1 Market Moment, we're sharing what keeps our fears at bay. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. A quick reminder that the hosts of the show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and nothing said in the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. We upload a brand new podcast every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. Also, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are Mach 1 Financial Group on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If you have a question you want us to answer here on the podcast, just send an email to podcast at mach1fg.com. If you want to learn more about your financial future, you can schedule a free consultation with any of our advisors here at Mach 1 with absolutely no obligation. Just head to Mach1FG.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, episode 106. And today, we're getting a little bit more personal. The market has kept investors uneasy, even fearful, since the start of the year. And it's easy to understand why. So today, we wanted to share how we, ourselves, overcome that urge to be fearful. And we're not just speaking as advisors. We're speaking as investors. We're speaking as family men and we're speaking as people who want to enjoy life as much as you. So how do we keep a peaceful mind? We believe in our investment strategies, and we also believe in the American economy, but there's another component. It's our faith. We're an openly Christian company, and so today we wanted to share how our faith helps us preserve our well-being. My name is Eli Freeman. I'm an advisor here at Mach 1. I'm here with Matt Walters, as well as David Lee, and, and we wanted to take a pause on talking about investment strategies, talking about money, talking about all of the intricacies of how we like to invest and talk a little bit more on the personal side of, of our faith and how our faith relates to what we do here as financial advisors. So David, do you, do you want to open us up? Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is obviously going to be quite a bit different than what we normally do. Speaking of fear, faith and finances, but uh, you know, the, the truth of the matter is that all of us human beings are, are prone to fear. Fear is a, an emotion that uh, comes more naturally, I guess you would say, than faith or confidence, right? Yeah. And you definitely see it show up in markets. It's one reason why, you know, investors will often note that, man, the market always goes down way faster than it goes up. Well, it's because fear is a stronger emotion than confidence or greed or faith or whatever, you know, you want to say the opposite of fear when it comes to the market is. Um and it, it's, you know, it's easy for people to look around when, you know, you quoted all those statistics in the opening about inflation and gas prices and food and, you know, you know, national leadership, everything, you know, you people look and, and I hear it all the time from my parents and, and from clients, you know, they, they look out there and they think there's no hope of this getting better because, uh, because there's uh, there seems to be no desire at the leadership level for things to get better. Right. And so people can get fearful thinking that well this time really is different or the sky really is falling this time and so it's important in times like this to you know to have faith and to have confidence and to to know that things will eventually get better you know we 
we took a bunch of clients to see Top Gun 2 last night, which, by the way, I'd recommend that you go see that if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, great movie. But I mentioned in that movie that, you know, the, and we all know this intuitively, but it's difficult sometimes until it's upon us. We know intuitively that when times are good, and let's face it, we've had pretty good times as far as the economy and the market goes for the last, what, six, eight years something like that yeah, Matt. I mean, going on the last decade really. yeah for a decade really i mean we've had a really a pretty good run for the most part since the 2008 market crash right so it's been more than a decade and so um we all can kind of have a tendency to get complacent and think that good times are going to stay good well that's not true but the reverse of that is also true that when hard times hit and you know we're we're in um you know some somewhat of a hard time right now it's not awful by any means uh at least not right now we don't know what the future holds but you know we know that hard times when they hit won't last forever either there's a saying that says uh tough times don't last tough people do right and it's the so what makes you tough that's what we're going to be talking about today so what what can kind of toughen you up or make you persevere through through the hard times for us that's our faith Mm mm-hmm and, and just to bounce off of that is our faith positions us in the way that we view money differently than people who don't believe in Christ, where, where money is not the sole focus of, of yeah. our lives. And in small group on Sunday, the, they were talking about Matthew 6 and the, the scripture that says, Do not lay up your treasures in, on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And that it, it was just a, a reminder. We've been helping clients throughout the weeks, these last few weeks with the market being down of, Hey, it's down. Yes. Your plan is okay. Yes. But, but the importance of how we look at our money is, is as people of faith is our treasures are not here. That's right. Our here, our, our importance is, is bringing people to Christ and loving on people and being, being a good Christian Christ follower here. And, and money is just one part of that. That's not where our treasure is, but that's a hard thing to convey as a financial advisor. <laughs> it, is, it is. When you're in the money business, that is a difficult thing to convey. It's one of the reasons why, for those of you who've been in here before, there's a couple of plaques that are out on the table here. That one says, I think happiness is a choice. There's another one that says happiness is having what you want. There's another coaster that says love is not giving, getting, but giving. There's a, there's a reason why we have those, why I've always had those on my table in front of front and center in front of clients, because uh, even though we're in the money business, it's important to have the right perspective on money. In other words, uh, I think it can be dangerous when you, if you start to put your faith uh, in a number that's on a piece of paper in a bank account or a brokerage account, uh, that's a dangerous place to get to because, you know, um, and that's what, I think that's what Jesus was getting at in Matthew chapter six. I'll I'll refer more to that here in just a minute. he was saying, look, don't don't place your faith in these things that can be taxed away, inflated away, government regulated away. Uh, uh, you know, we could switch to a new whole new currency. Maybe one of these days we'll go to some digital global currency and your currency will be immediately valued at a different rate. You know, so that's a, a way of taking money away. Um, so who knows what the future holds? So you can't place your faith uh, and your your ability or your perceived uh, belief to uh, provide for yourself in a number that's on a in a bank account or a brokerage account. So uh, back to Matthew chapter six, you know, and I won't I won't quote all these verses, but it's, it's Matthew six twenty five through thirty four, where Jesus is essentially saying, look at the look at the flowers. They don't 
they don't work and worry and worry about how they're going to, you know, clothe themselves. And, and not even Solomon was clothed as well as these flowers of the field that are here today and gone tomorrow. Look at the birds of the air. They don't store away in barns and worry about how they're, what they're going to eat tomorrow. But yet their Heavenly Father takes care of them, and you are much more valuable than they are. So don't worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink or what you're going to wear. God knows you need all these things. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you as well. And David, there's a there's a difference here. We're not we're not talking about not caring about money whatsoever. Yeah. There's there's a prudence to caring for your wealth and Absolutely. being smart about the the gifts that the Lord has provided for us. In Colossians three twenty three, it says, "Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men." And similar is true with your own personal finances. Whatever you do, you should work. You should work hard towards it. And that's what we're here to partner with you. Is we, right. we want to work hard with you in building out the plans that we believe are as the best plan for you in your situation. That's right. But once we have the plan, okay, we're working hard towards it. Yeah. And on that note, I think the the proper perspective, at least for a believer to have about money, is that nothing really belongs to us in the first place. It's all God's resources. He's given it to us. For a temporary time, you know, if we're on this earth for 70 or 80 years, we're we're doing good, you know. But ultimately, in the scope of, of history, that's a very brief period of time. So God gives us resources that are ultimately belong to him that he wants us to temporary steward uh, for him. To, that means, you know, giving to, you know, one of our, our big goals here at Mach 1 is to generously give uh, back to the Lord what he's given us by giving to Christ-centered organizations. For us, that means our church and other places that are focused on sharing the gospel, right? But back to being a good steward for a minute, you know, the Bible talks about that too, the, the parable of the talents, right? The, the, the steward, the, the servant that was given five talents, two talents, and one talent, right? Now, some people could make an argument that, oh, that— that parable is not about money or managing money, and I would, and and I think the parable has multiple meanings. I think it talks about. I, I absolutely think it has a uh, material uh, meaning to it as well, Me- meaning that yes, God, the owner and controller of all the resources in the world, does give different gifts. Whether they're, um, you know, like some people, like Tom Brady, has the gift to be a quarterback, unlike anyone else. Not everyone gets that gets that gift he was given 10 talents when it comes to being an NFL quarterback right and he's made the most of it so different people are given the point is different people are given different amounts of gifts and ultimately I do believe that God wants us to use the gifts that we've given us to benefit the world around us so that the five talent servant doubled it the two talent servant doubled it the one talent servant he buried it and was afraid you know he didn't want to take any risk just buried it and said hey I, I knew that you were a hard servant or a hard master and so I was afraid to take any risk so here's your talent back and he was the only one that got in trouble so yes to your point Eli um, it's not that we don't think people should care about their money obviously that's not the truth because we're in this business it's just having a healthy and right perspective on money can help you help prevent you from having the fear if you have the perspective that hey, it's all gods anyway i'm being a good steward of it by diversifying we'll talk more about diversification here in a minute but uh you know if you if you first recognize that it all came from him anyway and you're just a temporary steward of it and 
your faith should be in him for your day-to-day provision, not in a number that's in a bank account or a brokerage, brokerage account. It can help you to manage that natural fear a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it all goes, I mean, like you guys were saying, it's, you know, money itself is not evil. The Bible talks about money all all over the place, right? And it's the love of money and and all of that. But I think it's really about like where your foundation is built. Like yeah. if your faith and confidence is in you know, finances, your job, I mean, anything, none of the, like, none of that you can have a hundred percent confidence in, right? Cause even right. like you said, from a financial standpoint, it could be taxed away. The currency could change. The economy could collapse. I mean, yeah, there's, there, you can never, any investment, any currency, any, you can never have 100% confidence at all or time, control like, over or it. control over it at all. But your faith, like your relationship with Christ is the one thing that you can, right? And so the foundation being there, I think, can help control the fear that you have in these moments, right? If your foundation is, hey, I've got a really good paying job, I'm good, or I've got a you know X dollar amount in my investment portfolio, I'm good, and that's how you've built the rest of your life and your worldview and how you make decisions and everything, then yes, you are fully exposed to complete collapse that's at right. any point. That's right? right. But if your foundation is solid and you have a hundred percent confidence in that, then I, I you, you're just gonna you're gonna live life different. Your worldview is gonna be different. The way you use your resources is gonna be different. So I just go back to challenge people, and I think even as Christians we can fall. Oh, absolutely. Guilty of that <laughs> at times of like challenging yourself, like where is my yeah. foundation? Yeah, that's what right. What what have I built the rest of my life around? That's right. Um, and it can be humbling <laughs> at times <laughs> to, to look at that and do a little, you know, self-evaluation. Exactly. You know, the when you were just talking, I thought of another, I, I don't know what the scripture reference is, but you talked about how people can, you know, build up all this wealth that, or perceived wealth and they think, I'm good. There's even a story about that in the Bible, right, where this mm-hmm. guy builds up and he says, look, self, I've built all these barns and I've stored all this stuff away. And God says to him, you fool, you fool, your soul will be demanded of you tonight. And he died that day. So, you know, and the book of Ecclesiastes talks about that too. Yeah. So Solomon lamented over and over again throughout Ecclesiastes. He said, you know, I've, I've worked my whole life to build up all this wealth. And I don't know if a fool or a wise man is going to inherit it after me. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you can't point being, you know, you can't, place your your faith in a number that's in a bank account or brokerage account that can be inflated away or taxed away or whatever away you you have to have your faith and confidence somewhere else and for that for us at Mach 1 that's our faith in Christ right that's our faith in in the Lord and and faith that he's going to uh, preserve us through difficult times no matter no matter what may come you know there's a there's a verse that brings comfort to me it's in psalm 37 verse 25 where the psalmist is saying i was young and now i'm old yet i've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread now he doesn't say i was young and now i'm old yet i've always seen the righteous very wealthy and very well fed and well taken care of and happy and and happy and uh and so forth, right? Uh, he says, no. He said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. In other words, their, you know, their needs are met. Maybe not necessarily always their wants, but their needs are always met. <laughs> yeah, and, and going on top of that, another scripture that, that brings me peace is the flip in Philippians 4, where it says, Do not be anxious about every, anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with, 
with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And this is my prayer for, for clients as well as for myself. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So we're, our prayer is, is not that we bring our clients the, the most amount of wealth. I would love if that if that was the case. But but what we're solving for here and, and what Mach 1 Financial is, is doing for people is we hope that our services are providing peace in in conjunction with the Lord providing peace. And, and we're praying over you guys. We believe that we can make it through this, this downturn in the market. We talked a lot about how we can position our thoughts on finances, how we can position our thoughts on fear. Is there, is there any other things that you guys want to talk about before we close today? Yeah. I, I want to continue on that. The second part of those verses you just mentioned in Philippians four, six through uh, six and seven, I think is what you just quoted about not being anxious, but immediately following that there's a, there's an important verse it says, you know, whatever is noble and excellent. And I won't get the quote exactly right, but true, noble, excellent, right, pure, lovely, true, admirable, stuff like that. Think on these things and then the peace of God will be with you. In other words, it, the human mind naturally wants to go to negativity. It just is unfortunate. I guess it's just the sin nature, whatever you want to call it. It's just the unfortunate kind of nature of the human mind. It tends to go to the negative. It is a discipline to force your mind to think positive thoughts. The good thing about the human mind, it is so finite, it can't simultaneously hold two contradicting thoughts at the same time, at the same moment. Uh, that's why I think, you know, in Philippians 6, when it says those verses you were just saying, you know, don't be anxious about anything, but but by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So in saying, hey, yeah, I know that you've got concerns. I know that you're afraid or whatever, concerned about whatever it is. Give that to God and then immediately change your mind to a mind of a mindset of thanksgiving. Think of all the things you have to be thankful for. Think about things that are true and noble and right and pure and lovely and admirable, excellent and praiseworthy. Immediately change the pattern, pattern of your thinking to a positive mindset. That will also tend to naturally give you peace because your mind can't hold two contradicting thoughts at the same time. Yeah, and one thing I've always heard, you, David, you've, you've made the, the analogy of like being a— being a, a stream versus a pond when it comes to money, right? Like having open hands and trusting that the Lord will replenish. And so I think as a challenge, both, you know, to myself more than anybody, but you guys and the listeners and, you know, it's easy to step out in faith when things are good. Yeah, that's you know? right. Um, it's, it's, it's also easy to get very um, conservative from a, from a giving and faith standpoint when that's things right. are bad. That's and right. so, I just I challenge me and everyone listening and you guys to you know continue to step out in faith uh, um, even when things are tough and just see the Lord show up through that. That's right. That's a good note to end on. I agree with that advice. And Eli, I've got I know we always like to end on with a thought of the day. Um, this one's from Max Lucado, so a lot of our listeners probably know who Max Lucado is. But short and sweet, he says, "Meet your fears with faith." Well, really good conversation today, guys. I know it was a little uh, a change, of course, from what we typically do on the podcast, but obviously our faith is is the most important part of who we are as men and as a company. And so I think it's a good uh, good thing to step back from time to time and have these types of conversations, even publicly, as we you know broadcast this over the podcast. So we appreciate everybody listening and uh, uh, look forward to you joining us next time on the Mach 1 Market Moment.
Mach 1 Financial Group, Inc. Mach 1 is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular skill level or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak with your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit www.mock-1financial.com disclosures.